everybody. Welcome back to Talks with Jules. This is your host, Julia, and I'm here again with my roommate, Maya. Hey, everyone. Welcome to part two. Are you going to do a little, ooh, ooh, a little vocal? Um, so do you guys know that Justin Bieber song, Baby? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is part two of Roommates, Landlords, and Neighbors our horror stories so if you haven't heard the first episode go back to that one and then come back to this one because I'm going to be talking about things that had to do with the first episode that are going to lead into this episode let's get right into it so I wanted to first start off with (laughs) the update on my missing roommate did you find her I searched for her again, like how I did last time, but this time I went super deep, investigated. She said dark web FBI. Literally. So (laughs) her Instagram. (laughs) So I went to her Instagram and Facebook page. Actually, I found her Facebook page first because we were still friends on there. Mm -hmm. Still nothing. After all these years, no new post. There were people saying happy birthday to her, but she never liked it. She never commented. I went to my other roommate's Instagram page that I knew was following her on Instagram. So I went through there and then I found her Instagram. She hadn't posted anything for years, but she did post one time two years ago. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay. Well, at least that was two years ago. Keep in mind, she's been missing in my mind for seven years. Oh, shoot. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, at least, you know, two years ago, she had posted something. So for five years, it was like a, a missing cold case. But she posted something two years ago. However, she has a company. So I went to that company. There was only one post on that company page on Instagram. So I was like, okay, so why is there nothing else on this page? Like, I need to know where she's at, what's going on, who is kidnapping That is what I need to figure out. So I went to her sister's Instagram page, just nothing, just nothing about her, nothing on her. And I'm like, what if her family knows where she's at? But, okay, so our theory was last time that what if she was in this like horrible relationship and she's like running away yeah and she's either running away or he's got her under like her arm in a secretive way and he's paying her family off to not say anything Uh, and uh, keeping her silent so she gets to post every now and then every few years to let everyone know she's fine every five years you get one instagram post yes (laughs) to let people know that she's still alive and the reason why her sister never talks about it on her instagram is because she's being paid not to say anything or she's being held hostage as well (laughs) This is like the dark side of it. Honestly, she's probably not even missing at all. Dude, I've been watching so many conspiracy videos because, like, so Shane Dawson got canceled, but he's coming back, kind of. Mm-hmm. So I've been watching his videos and like stuff like that, like happens way more often than you think it does. Oh, like, yeah. it's kind of scary. It's hidden in plain sight, which kind of leads me to like the story of one of my exes that I used to date. Mm-hmm did a very similar thing with me. Actually, I had two different exes that did something very similar like that. One of them, this was many years ago, he would keep me in his basement, pretty much. I used to 
the only thing I could do was he had a TV in the basement, so I was allowed to watch TV. I wasn't really allowed to speak to anyone. I would watch Friends, the TV show Friends on TV, and I was being isolated so much that I started becoming delusional and would feel like the Friends characters were like my social outing in a way even though I was still stuck in the basement that's all I could watch and I just like felt like I was a part of them because that was the only thing that I could watch there's like a case on me and him this was like back when I was like 21 I was pretty young I'm actually gonna tell that story another time because he went to jail for being like well crazy things happen but also come to find out I found a really deep, dark secret about him. Oh, shit. And so I had to go to the FBI and talk to them about this deep, dark secret. But I don't want to say it on this episode. It's going to be on another episode under a different topic. But I remember, like, just sitting there thinking, like, he would never really let me talk to anyone. So he would text my family members sometimes and just be like, pretending like I was fine but really I was just like being in his basement for a very long time and so I'm like what if this is what's happening with like what if she's just being held hostage and and she can't say anything but every now and then she'll be allowed to post because I went through that I also went through this another time with someone else but it wasn't as bad as that but I remember he would like take my phone and pretend to be me and message my family members but he would message them like crazy things like mean things to get them to be like what the heck like why are you being so rude to me and isolate me from them that's why I'm always on this like true crime type of lifestyle just because I always feel like what if someone out there really is now that I've been through it I can spot it in other girls when they're in Mm -hmm. dangerous situations so I'm wondering what if that's what happened to my old roommate what if she's just not necessarily missing but she's under a relationship to where she can't actually speak out and she's being held hostage my comment on this is why haven't we canceled men yet (laughs) like seriously literally men right now give me the biggest ache how do we get rid of them we date girls how do we (laughs) (laughs) how do we hold them hostage that's my question i would honestly forget like if i held a man hostage and then like I just forget that I left him in my basement. I'd probably be so bored with him. I'd be like, mm. and then I'd keep putting more men down there and be like, every time I'd put a new man yeah. down there, I'd be like, oh wait, I forgot that there was another man down there. And then they, I just collect men and they're held hostage somewhere. Anyways, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> the FBI is going to show up at our door. <laughs> FBI, open up. <laughs> Literally. I'm just a girl. Um. I'm just a girl. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything. <laughs> literally they're like that great excuse bye thank you (laughs) disappearance you know what i am sitting here thinking about how i've had multiple roommates disappear and i'm wondering if people are like it's her it's julia she's the one that's kidnapping them and they're gone but it's fine i'm sure they're fine i i mean i disappeared for a minute but i'm back oh and that oh my god this reminds me of another story i'm pretty sure i told you this but for the audience One time I had this ex-boyfriend who wanted me to disappear with him. So he wrote me a check to disappear with him. And it wasn't even that much enough to make me be like, 
okay, I'll consider it. Like maybe raise the price a little bit higher. That's what I'm saying though. Like this is happening everywhere. People aren't aware of it because you think that people are fine in relationships and situations, but you have no idea what's happening behind closed doors. I personally don't think anyone would ever want me to disappear with them because <laughs> they would be like, God. I, no, literally, I, it'd be like sneezing. a week. <laughs> yeah, no, for real, guys, I have a sneezing problem. I don't know what it is, but like I'd spend a week with them. and They'd be like, OK, we got to give her back. Yeah, like, we're done with this. It's over. <laughs> No, that's so sad. I'll start sneezing all over them. <laughs> like, let me go home. <laughs> so that was part of like a roommate story, but we just kind of went on a tangent. Yeah. <laughs> true crime. That I was just saying, I have been in true crime cases and I've got stories on those and I can tell those in a whole other episode. But I know that you haven't had any other roommates besides me and a couple other roommates that we've of been through in this house I did have never be roommates with your boyfriends unless like you're serious I once had a boyfriend who was like my roommate for like a month Mm -hmm. and I had to kick his ass out because he was kind of like going through like a downward spiral and we actually lived a few hours apart so I was like why don't you just like come live with me I'll like help you get back on your feet he came and lived with me for about three weeks I went and bought him a bunch of food and stuff was helping him out I also had other roommates so I kind of like sneak him around like I don't think my roommates actually knew that he was there living with us oh damn yeah (laughs) because like we were all busy with college and like work Mm -hmm. so he just kind of stayed in my room well (laughs) like your pet or something yeah literally (laughs) I was holding him hostage (laughs) no this was the one that held me hostage but you're like payback bitch no this was before so maybe it was payback for me (laughs) oh damn (laughs) no but I was like I told him I was like you can like get out of the room and shower like you don't have to stay here like in my room I'm like just like don't let my roommates know that you're like staying staying here um because like every one of us had our boyfriends come over and spend the night for a couple nights whatever yeah but I knew I knew he was going to be staying for a couple of weeks I was like just take your car and go you know drive like wherever you want like whatever like you know and I like bought a bunch of food and stuff for him and so I finally like I found out found a bunch of applications for him to go work right I was like you can only stay here for a couple of weeks and then you got to go get your own place I found him all these applications well I was going to school full-time and working full-time but the times that he was supposed to be working because I knew his job he'd tell me I'm at my job right now and I'm working blah 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 he said he was like gaining money to go move into another apartment whenever I came home just randomly because I started having suspicions I was like dude why are you not at work and I was like, something really weird is going on. Come to find out weeks later, he wasn't even going to work. He never got the job. He was lying about it every single day to me saying like, I have a job. But the only reason I never found out was because I was doing other things full time. So I could never, and you know, all I had to rely on, because back then, like having each other's location wasn't really a thing. I don't even know if that was even a thing to actually have back then. And so I had to figure it out because I'm like, do you have enough money to save should by now to be living in another place? But he was just like, I don't have any money. I'm like, why? Where's your money going? I'm buying your food. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Like, what is going on? You're like, I'm literally being your mom. Yeah. So So I found out that he wasn't working and one. So I was like, I need to get rid of this guy. I don't even want to date him anymore. He's such a loser like I literally hate this guy I dated the bum once yeah never again never (laughs) he gets in the shower one night 
and his phone was buzzing like crazy. And I looked down at it and it was this girl and she was sending him just a bunch of like nasty messages, naked pictures of herself. And I was like, oh my God. So I picked it up and I was like, okay, you know what? This is great. I'm actually really glad that he's cheating on me. It was only verbally because this girl didn't even live and where I was living at. Mm-hmm. I mean, he could have been doing it physically for all I know. I don't, I, whatever. I could have cared less. I was just so happy to find out that he was cheating because this case gave me an excuse to kick him out and not feel bad for it. Because if he wasn't cheating, then I would have been like, like I'm kicking out a guy that has no money, whatever. I was just stupid and young. So when he was in the shower, I packed up all his shit. I took it out of the bedroom. And when he got out of the shower, I said, get dressed get on the bus and go back home. And he was like, why? I'm like, you know why. And he he didn't even like say anything about it. He was like, okay, packed his shit and left. And then that was that. And I was like, this is the, he was the worst roommate I ever had. But that was, then I started finding out all the more scary, dark, deep secrets about him. You never know who you're dating and you never know who your roommate is and you never know who you're living next to. Yeah, I I was listening to a podcast and um, it's these two girls, they moved to Austin and they were talking about how like in high school and college, like they dated people that were like in their hometown and they know their families and whatever. And then it's like you date like random people in your city and it's like you literally have like they're strangers. Yeah. Like they could be putting on like a front and like low key they're like Ted Bundy yeah like you never know that's so scary and that's what happened to me which I'm not going to say in this episode but I was dating not a Ted Bundy but close so yeah so I I I just I cannot wait to tell you that episode because those stories you're going to be like what the how are you alive like Uh genuinely how are you alive I just I live for everything so I eventually had have you ever had a stalker yeah so I was working at the job I'm at now but at a different location and so when I first moved to Nashville I joined all these groups and it was like this one Facebook group was like new to Nashville and I made a post in there like new to the city I want to make friends like whatever and this guy like message like I had a bunch of creepy random dudes like message me and be like let me show you the city and I was like no but um so this guy started working at my job and um he was super weird around me like always really close to me I would catch him like smelling me and like looking at like down my shirt I'm like babes I don't even have titties so like I don't know what you're (laughs) looking at (laughs) Um, I told my managers about it and they didn't really take me seriously but I think he just like stopped showing up so he got fired but come to find out a couple this was like maybe a month ago all my old co-workers from that store sent me a screenshot of him on scoop nashville and he got arrested for kidnapping a 16 year old <gasps> girl and stalking her so oh my god maya that could have yeah. been you oh my gosh and the whole like the facebook group thing he messaged me again on facebook when he started working there and was like hey maya lol because uh, he texted me <laughs> yeah he just text- got out of jail lol What's no that? literally like <laughs> Apparently, like, four months before that, when I made that post in the group, he te- he was one of the creepy dudes that texted me, and I never opened it. So, he knew, oh like, who I was yeah. when he started working there. And I don't <gasps> know, 
So, like, I'm, like, I don't know if he, because it was super random that he, like, had no restaurant experience. Super weird. I don't know. So, I was, like, and he, like, did, like, hair. So, I was, like, why the fuck are you working here? Like, it was, I don't <laughs> So, and, like, everyone thought I was crazy, and then they saw that he got arrested Mm. for that, and I was like, damn. Oh, my God. You could have been killed. You could have been that 16-year-old girl. You were probably that age, too. Or were you a little bit older? I was, I was 18. Oh, my God. That's so scary. Ew. Well, exactly. You can't trust anyone, and that's what I was going to go into the next topic. Okay, my... Next topic, because speaking of roommates, we're both really good roommates. It's just that we date the wrong people and we bring home those situationships and we have crazy problems. The crazy boy problems because we're just girls and we don't know what we're doing. And I actually, like speaking of stalkers, that's why I asked you if you ever had a stalker. Mm -hmm. So again, I was a great roommate. It's just that, you know, I had dangerous people trying to break into my home. (laughs) And so... (laughs) After that boyfriend that I sent away for cheating and also because he was the one that I found, like, the one I had to go to the FBI about. Yeah. He sent a stalker my way, but when he was in jail. So I had someone stalk me. They would damage my car and then they would leave me flowers on my porch, on my car that's so toxic. Near my windowsill, there would be like there would just be flowers in my windowsill that they would just throw down. I was like starting to get super freaked out because I'm like, okay, I don't know what else more this person is going to be doing. And we never had cameras. I never caught who the person was, but I let my school know. We I used to have like an officer kind of like near my classes and because I told them like how the situation was getting worse and I had to talk to the FBI and everything like that. They were kind of like on watch for me. And I did notice one guy, though, that was following me and he would be chasing me down in a car, like almost to the point where I like flew off the road, like and could have died. Like he was chasing me at like 90 miles per hour. Oh, my God. And then on my school campus I would see him but just like in a far distance just watching me and then I would talk about it like I would go to campus and talk about it but we never caught the guy but I knew like I never I never came face to face with them besides this one time where I think it was him the stalker and one other man and this is my this is going to lead into my first break-in story it was just me in my house it was me and three girls that lived downstairs and then two girls that lived upstairs one night I I think it was like towards vacation so I knew that all my roommates were kind of off going to their families houses and stuff like that so Christmas time yeah so like I was like alone it was a little, it might have been Thanksgiving because I remember there wasn't any, before, okay, before I tell this story, when all this stalker stuff was happening, my roommate went outside, she noticed that there were footprints in the snow leading to my windowsill that's like on the ground. There was like a gate and everything, so it had jumped over the gate and it was like men-sized footprints 
this is when I started noticing the flowers in my windowsill. She was like, hey, like, was someone walking towards your window? Like, what was that? And I'm like, what are you talking about? She goes, there's footprints outside. So we went outside and there were men's size footprints and leading straight to my windowsill. And then there were flowers in my windowsill. That's how I knew like something serious was going on. I was super freaked out, took those pictures and sent them into the police because there was already a case on it and everything. Anyways, so there w- that was just the one story p- of the stalker. But now going back into the break-in story. I was alone. It was bedtime. It was really, it was late at night. And I was sitting in my room. And I started hearing like, I heard a really loud noise downstairs on the side of the door. Mm-hmm. We had a side door for us downstairs girls to go out of. And so we didn't have to go upstairs and leave. And I heard a really loud noise, and I was like, what the heck is that? I always made sure that door was locked. They went to double-check it, and I was like, okay, it's locked. Went back into my room, and I started hearing footprints upstairs, like people stomping around upstairs. Oh. And I was like, shit, but did I lock the front door? I don't think I did. I walk out of my room because I couldn't go underneath my bed. I had stuff under there, and what you hide in the closet I, like that's gonna kill myself so my best bet was to either go outside of my window and make a run for it mm-hmm. or I leave outside the side door so I walk outside of my bedroom and the only weapon I had was pepper spray I always kept a knife under my bed that way in case if anyone came after me I could use that knife yeah I didn't have a gun or anything so I went to reach under my bed to get the knife and it wasn't there it had been there every single night up until that night and I was like my weapon is gone and I was like who like where did my weapon go someone took it and this is a setup So I wanted to make sure I wasn't being dramatic first and I just, you know, everything was okay. So I walk out, I go behind my wall, I see someone downstairs and they had like their phone flashlight on. And so I was walking behind the wall and I saw that flashlight on the ground. And so I hurried and I slid up behind the wall corner and I was like, shit, like, there's no they're gonna either see me run out or hear me so I have to just stand here really quiet behind the wall I'm standing there and I'm just being really really quiet and I can hear them like walking closer to me and I'm like oh shit oh shit what do I do what do I do just jump scare them right (laughs) 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 like oh shit you got me I'll go now (laughs) (laughs) yeah ooh, (laughs) you were trying to scare me (laughs) try again (laughs) pepper spray (laughs) That's what I always, always said to like all my roommates. If anyone is coming after you, just act crazier than them. I literally tested this out with my roommate in Texas. I said, I said, pretend like you're an intruder coming in the house. Right. And she's like, okay. And I'm just this innocent, you know, a vulnerable girl. Like you're pretend like you're coming after me. And she's like, okay, I'm like, this is what you're going to do. You already have a weapon. Pretend you already have your knife. She's like, okay. So she comes in all big and scary. Like she's going to like come find me. I'm like, just jump out with the knife and just go, ah, 
have just like said, and I, so I did it to her without telling her that I was going to do that. And she was like, fuck that and ran out. I was like, exactly. That's what the intruder's going to do. Just come after them like a crazy psycho fucking bitch. And then maybe hopefully they turn their ass around and be like, nope, They'll be like, rob oh, the shit. wrong house. <laughs> yeah. Literally, they're like, wrong I don't think I want to kidnap this girl. So yeah. So I'm sitting there and I'm like texting um, my roommates, I'm like, none of you guys are home, right? And they're like, no. I'm like, okay, great. So there is an intruder in the house. Um, so then I texted my family group chat and was like, just so you know, someone is in my house right now. So did you call 911 at this point? I didn't call 911 yet because I was afraid. They would hear the ringing? Yes. Okay. I hid myself into the bathroom because as soon as that guy was about to turn the corner, the guy from upstairs was whispering, like yelling at him. He said, come up here, come up here. Because I don't know if he had found something. And honestly, I don't know if this was my stalker or if it was someone else because it was Christmas time. They knew that people on college like houses weren't going to be home. So they were trying to like find whatever they could get into houses and steal it. Yeah. So I was just hoping that that was the case instead of the case that someone's after me. So I ran into the bathroom as soon as he went upstairs. I'm like, oh, thank God. And that's when... I dialed 911. I was too afraid that they were going to come downstairs and get me. So I was like, I'm going to leave the house. They're still in the house. I'm going to make a run for it. So I went to go out the side door. And when I opened up the side door, they had put the big trash cans, like the body size trash cans down there to block it, which they knew. They knew that there was someone either going to be in the house and they blocked that door. They took it all the way down the stairs. And that's what that loud noise was. They were trying to block it to where I couldn't get out of the house. And I was like, fuck. So, like, I opened up that door and I was like, oh, my God, I can't get out of here. Like, I'm literally blocked in. So then I heard the upstairs door shut and I was like, perfect. So I, like, they I waited it like a couple, like, I don't know, 30 seconds, ran back upstairs. I think they heard the downstairs door open and that's why they were like, shit, I think someone's in the house. And then they booked it. And then I ran upstairs, locked both doors. I saw them run in the distance. And I told uh, that 911 pulled up. And they never caught them, though, because they, like, we lived, like, kind of up in the mountains a little bit. So, yeah. but there, it was, like, a town. So, like, you could really go anywhere. Plus, they probably had a getaway driver. By the time they got to my house, they, it had been, like, five minutes after they had ran out. So, they were gone. There is, they probably got in a car and left. But nothing in the house was stolen. But I remember going upstairs and I was like, I had locked every door. And then I was like, oh, my God. Like, I was getting robbed. But also, what if I was getting kidnapped? But I was like, I just didn't know what the situation was at the time. Cops came, told them about it, told them about the stalking situation. Nothing ever came of it. I really do think that they were just going house to house seeing who was there or not during the holidays. Yeah. Just stealing people's shit. But we didn't have anything for them to steal. Like, we didn't have a living room TV. We didn't have anything like that. So, like, I'm pretty sure our microwave was from Facebook Marketplace. Like, we had nothing that they could take from us. They were guys. So, we were in a girl home. So, it's not like we had Xboxes, whatever. Like, you know, I know girls have that too, but we didn't have that stuff. So, our house was a bust. (laughs) But, um, (laughs) But that was my break in story experience and it's so scary because you're so vulnerable you have no idea what's going to happen yeah I just remember thinking thank god that that guy was calling that other guy to come back upstairs because he definitely probably would have seen me and who knows if they had a weapon 
they were really smart though to block the outside door because like who would think of that like they did that in they case had that someone shit was planned they out. had it totally planned out and when i locked the doors though all i could think about was what if someone what if i locked someone in <sighs> Oh god! Like how creepy would like that Like there's be? like a third person that you yeah. don't know about. and I locked them in. Yeah, and they're still there with me at my house. Like the police did a check-in and everything. But yeah, so then that leads me into my second break-in story. But it wasn't my home. It was my neighbor's home. And this happened in Texas. I had these neighbors next door. It was three guys. And they were super dope. They were really fun to hang out with. And the way that that we had our houses set next door wasn't like a house next door. They were like three steps over next door. It was like an outside type of situation. One of the roommates had this super huge crush on me. Literally within the second day of knowing him, I was, I was in a sorority mm-hmm. and I was wearing my dress to whatever it was to get like everything like doing our sorority shit the boy next door he came over and this was the first day he had ever even met me and he was like what are you wearing and I was like a dress and he was like that's way too short and I was like who the fuck are you like get out of my house Get out of my house he's like I'm your neighbor and I was like ugh Great. Like, my neighbor is going to be a horror neighbor. Like, just the worst neighbor ever. He introduced me to his other roommates, and they were so dope. This guy was just so crazy. I always, you know, like, I feel like all, okay, not all the guys I dated were crazy or psycho. I just tell the stories of the people that were. I just don't, you know, whenever you hear a guy say, all my ex-girlfriends were crazy. And it's like, no, I think you're the crazy one. I sound like that, but it's like, no, they really were. (laughs) I was so normal. But so he was, this is what I'm saying, how obsessed he was with me. So without even, with only knowing me for a couple of days, he would start coming into my house and sit on the couch and wait for me. And I don't even know how he got into the house. And my roommates were like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm just waiting for Julia. And they're like, okay, well, she's not here, so get out. And he's like, no, like, I'll just wait here until she gets back. And they're like, dude, she doesn't like you. Like, leave. I would come home, and finally I confronted him about it. He's like, you've got to stop this. I was like, I don't know you. I don't like you. Get out of my house. And he was like, I heard from the whole football team that you had with every single one of them. I was like, okay, well, we're only one week into the school. So at least give it two weeks for me to reach that goal. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, can't do all of that in one. So I was like, no, dude, like, just leave me alone. And so he would come into my room and I had a wall filled with pictures. Yeah. And it was all pictures of me and my friends friends guy friends girlfriends all of them they were all up on my wall and every day coming home from school I would notice that there would be pictures on the ground and at first I thought it was because the tape just became unsticky and they had fallen off yeah well the more that I this happened it only took me three times for it to notice it three days in a row every picture that I picked up was only the pictures of me and my guy friends and I was like, that's weird. How come none of the pictures of me and my girlfriends have fallen down? And I put more tape on it. And I was like, well, there, I'll just try that. 
fourth time it happened and I was like, okay, someone's doing this to me. Like, what is going on? Yeah. So the guy from my neighbor came over. I just knew. I just knew it was him. He's been sneaking into my house, into my room. And he was taking down those pictures and just throwing them on the ground. So finally he goes up to the pictures and he was like, why do you have these pictures of these guys anyways? I'm like, because they're my friends. And I was like, <laughs> you like, insecure little fuck. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, they're literally my friends. Like, like, and so I was like, are you, I asked him, I said, are you taking my pictures off the wall? And he's like, well, I don't know why you got to have them on. I'm like, how are you getting into my room when I'm not home? Like, how are you getting into our house? And he was like, well, you guys leave the door unlocked. And he, sometimes your roommates are here. And I'm like, Oh my God, you are a psychopath. I'm like, stop, just stop that. I don't know what to do with you. You freak. Yeah. And our house was like on the corner. After I called him off, he started knocking on our door and then tapping my window at like three in the morning. But he would do it every night, every hour. He would come to the door, knock on it three times, come to my window, tap on it three times every hour throughout the night and I was like what the fuck like this is the worst neighbor I could possibly get like he's so psycho and then I came home one day and I told my roommates like make sure that he just stops sneaking in here it's because we come home and whenever we were home we would just leave the door unlocked because we were in the house and I came home and there were pictures on the floor of just me again, but not the ones with the guys. It was just of me. And there was all over my pictures. And I was like, this dude literally off on my pictures. That's like, that's disturbing. Yeah. Like I would be so, this is why we need to cancel men. Like <laughs> literally example 10 million, but like, what the fuck? So what? How did you, like, did you call the cops? Like, how no. did this end? Finally, at one point, so I had enough. So he asked me to come over. And this is, like, when I was going to confront him. Also, the other roommates were there, so I, like, wasn't afraid to go over. Yeah. I went to go confront him and talk to him about it. After a while of us talking about it, we were in his room. And he was like, well, come over. Like, let's just hang out. I was like, okay, maybe I'll just, like, hang out with him, talk to him about it, like, just confront him about it and see what's going on. Oh, and one other time before this, before I get into the story, he came over and like, he was cute and he came over and he like wanted to have and everything. And um, I told him no. And this dude started whining about it, pulls out his massive, by the way, but pulls it out starts rolling it on my bed and it's just like why why won't you have sex with me and is rolling just back and forth and shaking it back and forth on my bed I'm like stop <laughs> you're so crazy like literally you're insane like you have to stop that and so he that's fucking nasty. I was like <laughs> that's I was just standing there like what is going on and he's like bug disgusting. spray like boy be gone spray like fucking yes. bleach or something boy like, be gone spray that's so dope and we need to make that <laughs> new yeah. merch coming um in a couple months boy be gone <laughs> oh my god that could actually be a, a merch yes so i'm over at his house he's like just just come over let's hang out i'm like okay so i go over there and as i'm about to start talking to him about this situation he was like i have to leave and i was like 
oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I was like, thank God. And he was like, but you need to stay here. And I was like, excuse me? He's like, you need to stay here in my room. I'll be back. And he's like, I, I'll just, I'll be right back. I'm like, dude, I live right next door. I'll just come back over when you're, when you come back. And he's like, no, no, no. I'm going to go play basketball with my guy friends. And then I'll come, I'll come right back. But stay here. And I was like, what? You got me fucked up. I'd As be like, no. So I said, okay, but... I mean, I eventually left. So I, he left to go. He asked me to him hang out and then went and played with basketball with his friends five minutes later, begged me to stay in his room. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go through all your shit. So I went through his shit, pulled out his license and come to find out his name isn't even his actual name. Mm. He had a totally different name. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, okay, this guy is a serial killer i just know it so i went through like all his stuff went through his medicine um and then he i went back home and then i came back because i saw him walking over so i like went back into his room so that he wouldn't freak out on me and as soon as i'm in there he's just like okay you can go home and i was like i've been here for an hour waiting for you not really because i went back to my house but i was like i've been here for an hour waiting for you and you're telling me to go home and he was like, yeah. And I was like, okay. Like, I'm not going to argue with that. So I left. And then I don't know what happened, but he stopped being crazy towards me. Oh, I confronted him about his license. And I said, this isn't even your real name. Like, what's your real name? And then he got super weird and was like, well, I just go by this name. And I was like, okay. And so I left. And then he stopped doing all the crazy things. I don't know if it's because he was afraid that I caught him in something. Yeah. But he just was like, never mind. I'm going to leave. And I was like, okay. So he never talked to me ever again after that. I never really saw him. Um, we still hung out with the roommates and stuff. But he just stopped being crazy towards me. And I was like, ooh. Like, I caught him in something, and now he's not going to do whatever he was going to do. Thank God. So, yeah, that is my crazy neighbor story. Okay, everyone, we just took a little bit of a break, but we are back. But before we get into our last story, <laughs> I was just thinking about this side story. Speaking of disappearances, <laughs> I had this other roommate <laughs> just caught up third time's the charm (laughs) it was back in texas and her name was we were in a very normal household one time i knocked on her door because i I needed her for something i think to like have her pay part of the bill and she never talked to us and she always had like black lipstick on and dark hair and dark makeup and stuff like that and it was very kind of witchy like which was kind of cool but one time I knocked on her door and she opened up her door just very like creepily and eerie and very like ominous, um, ominous, um, is it ominous? Omnious. Very omni. <laughs> One more time. Omnious. <laughs> very omni. Every time I want to say it, every time I say very in front of it, I can't say it. Very omnious. I had to like really like think about very it. Very omnious. There you go. She. <laughs> anyways so yeah when she opened up the door it was all seance stuff in her room there was candles like was it the pentagram is that what it's called 
Mm, I think so. It's like the star. Yeah, the star and candles were around it. She had that symbol on like a tapestry up on her wall. And I was like, um, I just need you to pay the bill. And I was like, but you know what? No worries if you can't. <laughs> I'm really she, scared She like cast a spell on you. She was scary. And everyone always says, does anyone, has anyone ever like done any voodoo on you? Cause your life is just so wild. And now that I think about it, it was probably her, but you know, she just kind of got up and left too. And I don't know where she went and we ended up getting a replacement roommate. Uh, She's just gone one day. I don't know where these people go. She said, there's no ghosts in this house. I got to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's like, my witchcraft wasn't working on them. They still asked me <laughs> to pay the bill. <laughs> but anyways, so back to our last story. We started this story like 45 minutes ago yesterday. And then <laughs> we, we're going to get right back into it. This is the last story that I have to say. My three neighbors that live next door to me in Texas in the previous story, they had either a break-in or a paranormal experience or maybe it was a ghost that broke into their house I don't know to this day I still don't know but I walked in I walked in on it like in the middle of it so I was in my room and I was getting ready to go to sleep no one was home it was the holidays this always happens around the holidays when everyone's gone it's just me and I'm like vulnerable and alone I could hear really loud noises next door because the walls connected like my neighbors like it wasn't like houses apart the walls connected I was like what is that loud noise like it was so so loud and I'm only 19 so I was like really like little and scared all of a sudden I hear my front door opening and I was like oh no not this again but this is the first time it ever happened to me so Mm -hmm. all the other experience that I told you about was years after but this was the first time I've ever had anything like super like break in scary happen to me so I'm laying down in bed I hear the front door creak open I had to sit there and remember what I told my roommate just act more crazier than them you know like be crazy if they come after you So I had my knife with me. I'm just sitting there waiting. At this point, I was actually recording everything that was happening. And you can hear all the noises, all the footsteps, the creepy whatever. The bathroom is right next to my room. Yeah. Well, I hear the sink go off like someone turned on the sink. And I was like... Okay, they're like right next to me. They turn on the sink. I don't know what the f*** that was for. Probably to wash off the blood on their hands from killing my next door neighbors if they were (laughs) home. And I'm like, who is this? And so I'm like recording it and my bedroom door was shut. You could see two feet at the bottom of my door, like the inch that's like underneath your door, you know. You could see two feet shadow, like shoes underneath it. And I was like, okay, there's actually someone here. I'm sitting there, I'm just being really, really quiet, and I'm hiding, and all of a sudden, I hear this really loud, scary, growling noise coming from my door, just behind the door, just like a demonic growl, and I was like, oh my god, what is that? So, I still have that video to this day. I'm going to post the audio to this video if I have it i'm pretty sure i do hopefully i do okay everybody here is the audio of the video that i took this is back when i was 19 it is me talking about what i hear going on in the house 
and then I will post the clip of the demonic growl that I had heard afterwards. But right now here is before that had happened, and I am going to insert it right here. I keep hearing noises. I don't know what to do. I just, if something happens, you have all been warned. I swear, I can hear something breathing. And it's scaring me so badly. Okay, now with the growl, for some reason I only found the video that had the millisecond split of it at the very end. So you're going to have to turn it up all the way and just know that this is only a second of the growling noise. It did go on for about 5-10 seconds, but for some reason the camera didn't catch that part. It only caught the last part on the video, which was only about a second long, but you are going to have to turn it up. So whatever you hear in this audio, just imagine it happening for 10 seconds longer. And I'm going to insert it right now. But I'll show you the actual video. Yeah, I want to see it. I'm like, what? <laughs> and so I'm sitting there scared to death, about ready to call 911. But as soon as I went to call, call 911, the footprints went away. The sink water noise stopped. And I was like, okay, what the hell? And I waited a few minutes. And then I heard the door shut. So I waited till after the door shut for a while. I ran next door, was texting the boys next door, like, are you home? Are you home? And when I went next door, their door was like creaked open, like halfway their front door. So I ran into their front door. Everything in their house was completely flipped upside down. The couch was flipped upside down. The washer and dryer machine was flipped upside down. Everything was thrown across the room everywhere. And I was like, okay, either someone broke in and destroyed their shit or a ghost did this. Like, I don't know, but I also heard that noise and I'm scared to death and things were just like going crazy. And when I was there, their sink just randomly went off. Like the water in their sink just like turned on. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And I'm like, I ran out of there fucking haunted or whatever. I don't know. And I'm running back and I went back to my apartment and I'm like calling at one of the boys next door over and over and over again. Finally, he answers and he's like, I'm going to be home in like 20 minutes. Just hang on. And I was like, okay. And so he came home and he was like, oh my God, what the hell happened? And I'm like, I don't know, but your door was open. Everything is flipped over. I, ju I don't know. And he was like, okay. He's like, well, someone must have broke in. And then I showed him the video of that thing growling at my door. And he was like, Oh, now I don't know if it's, it was a real person or if it's this demonic shit that's standing by your door. And so we posted it on Instagram and like we had like a poll where it said like, do you think it was a ghost or do you think there was a real human standing out there? And it was literally like split down 50-50 because I was also telling a story of what had happened. And I was just like, we to this day still do not understand what it was, but I have like the video evidence and the audio evidence and Oh, so creepy. And me and him would talk about it a couple years after that. And I haven't talked to him in a few years, but I just, that was one of the most terrifying experiences that I had ever went through, especially because I didn't understand what the real situation was. Yeah. My thing is, is like to flip a couch and a washer and a dryer. 
That thing was strong. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> what? Who did? That's what I was saying. I was hearing all these noises. And that's why I was like, it has to be a real person because it came over to my house, was standing underneath my door, but it was growling. And I was like, was it a bear? <laughs> We're in the animal? mountains. Yeah. So, no, this was Texas. Oh, so, shit. no mountains. No <laughs> crazy wildlife like that, I don't think. What do they have in Texas? Like- skinwalkers. It was probably a skinwalker. You know what that is? I have... I have like two little side stories. Yes. Yes. Okay. So, <laughs> one time I was on... Do you know what the Natchez Trace Bridge is in Franklin? Mm-mm. So, it's this bridge. Um, It's kind of like... It's a little bit, like, west of Franklin-ish. Yeah. Um, but people, like, it was known as, like, the suicide bridge because that's where, <sighs> like, people would go and, like, jump off. Yeah. So me and my friends were up there acting like delinquents, doing our thing. And my friend turns to me and she goes, there's probably skinwalkers up here. And I was like, what the fuck is a skinwalker? Because <laughs> I'm from the north, so I was yeah. like, I've never heard of that. I was like, no, like, what is that? And then she told me. And we were like very dumb but we were like literally we were on the bridge but we were like laying down like on the shoulder like mind you like cars can drive on this i'm like girl what why did i do that but anyway (laughs) um we were like hearing these noises coming from like the trees because it's like a really long bridge Mm -hmm. but there's like woods on either side like where it's like not a bridge because you know yeah um but we were hearing like these really weird noises and um yeah i don't know (gasps) but that just reminded me of skinwalkers and then when I was in, like, sixth grade, so my sister, so, like, our school district stuff got really weird because we moved, like, my, f- when I was in, like, fourth grade, and then, or, like, I was in sixth grade, so I was going to, like, the middle school anyway, but, like, the way my school worked, there was, like, three different um, elementary schools, mm-hmm. and my sister was in fifth grade, and they were like, oh, well, you have to go to this other one because you live in this zone unless someone can drive you every day. So, um, my grandpa actually ended up, like, driving her every day for fifth grade so she could stay at, like, the school she's always been at. But, um, sometimes my mom would take her and then, or, like, my stepdad or something. And so, one morning, no one told me that he was coming to take her to school. So, like, I'm about to leave and get on the bus because, like, the middle school started, like, an hour or two before, like, the younger kids did. And um, I hear this knocking on the door, and I had no idea he was coming. So I was like, oh, my gosh, like, we're getting, like, robbed. So literally the way that, like, (laughs) I just remember, like, I locked all the doors, turned off all the lights. And, like, we lived in, like, a smaller house. And I grabbed my – I woke my sister up. I grabbed her, and I put us in the hallway, and I shut all the doors so they couldn't see us. Oh, and smart then my, little Maya. <laughs> and then, so I'm more, I already called 911. I was like, uh-uh, like, you, y'all better get here. But, so I called 911 on my grandpa, and then he calls my sister's phone, and he's like, what are you guys doing? Like, I'm here. <laughs> and when I, like, Aww. it was so scary. And then the cops were, like, already almost there. And I was like, oh, like, y'all don't need to come anymore. Thanks anyway. And they're like, no, like, we need to talk to him and, like, make sure that you're not being, like, held by gunpoint yeah. and i just <laughs> poor <still> guy <laughs> no i know and he's so sweet and i love him to pieces and it was like 
it was just so funny i remember like i was so terrified i went to school and i didn't talk to anyone all day like i was like in shock for the rest of the day but oh my gosh that's so scary for you i would hate that yeah it was and your sister she's probably like what the fuck (laughs) yeah something like that well this is maybe i should save this story Ooh. okay yeah, I'll save it for a different one. Is it like a like a paranormal or something? Or is no. it like a, an intruder? Yeah, we were just like, we were staying in an Airbnb and like these guys came up. And like, <gasps> okay, yes. Yeah. All right, yes. Okay. Save that for, that's a good story. I have an episode for stories like that. Okay. Also, I grew up in Utah, so that's why I say skinwalkers because I I have seen one my sister has seen one and we I'm going to do a traveling horror story that involves a lot of skinwalkers because I was going through Utah Arizona like all those places that have them that episode is going to be the last Sunday of September so getting into spooky season yeah to get into spooky season and things like that even though right now we still talk about like creepy spooky things this was our roommate landlord and neighbor horror stories i'm sure we've got a million more that we could talk about but it is time for us to go can i ask them a question yeah pumpkin spice yay or nay comment somewhere wherever she wants you to comment i'm i'm in the middle of that you're in the middle are you more of like an apple girly no like smell or flavor like flavor no but I like like pumpkin pie and pumpkin bread and things like that I just don't know how I feel about pumpkin spice necessarily that's fair it depends I don't know but you're 100% pumpkin spice yeah maybe I'll try it again I'll have to try it again the creamer is really good we'll go yeah I'll have to try that we'll go to Starbucks too sometime maybe I am craving that a little bit it's a weird situation. <laughs> I can put it on on my Instagram page, which is life underscore with underscore jewels. And you can go to there and I will post a poll after this episode the next day. And we'll see how the people feel about pumpkin spice to get us more into spooky season. So that is our episode. Thank you, Maya, for being back on. Thanks for having me on. And Maya's going to be coming here a lot more. (laughs) So (laughs) I don't have any other friends to talk to. (laughs) We will talk to you guys on another episode of Talks with Jules. Yay! That was good. That was good.